You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Greetings, niggas, niggas, in betweens. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Around the Podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. Uh, my AKA for today is a bitch's time. It me, the bitch. Um, and as usual, I'm joined by my friend and my co-host. Hey, everybody. We are back. It's your girl, Candice. I sound a little congested because my five-year-old is a cesspool of germs. And all she do is bring common codes home from school and infect the rest of us and make everybody else miserable while she's fully healthy and playing outside. It be your yeah. own children. It be your own children. She's trying to take me out, but you won't get that insurance money this week. I, you know <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here. You know it's just a little common code. <laughs> but no, for real, we're back. Um, we took last week off. I was at Bree's wedding. Congratulations Jeez. to the network's own Bree and Colin. But we have a special guest. And we haven't had a guest in a while. We tell y'all all the time, if you want to be a guest, just let us know. We're going we gonna to set it up. Um, Shay is here. Her name hey. is NJ Shay on Twitter. Yeah, uh, we always shoot the shit about these raggedy ass shows that we can't leave alone. It's like it's like crack, but reality TV. I, like we know we should we should put it down, but we just gonna keep watching. But hey, girl, hey, welcome. We hope it'll be. I, we hope you'll come back some more. Absolutely, we listen. Sh- Tisha gives enough for me to be here every week. To be honest with you, so long as y'all will have yeah. me, I'll be around. <laughs> Yeah, I got a dragon in my spirit for Tisha when it comes to her mama. And I just want to know, I don't care how old the bitch is. I will drag you by that motherfucking wig if you don't watch your mouth with me. Because I'm not your daughter. Period. But we're going to get into our lineup. We're going to start with VH1's Couples Retreat. It's back. And this season, it's being last time it was hosted by Ray J and Princess to which they don't need to host nothing regarding relationships. But <laughs> this <laughs> this season is hosted by Michael Blackson and his um, and Rada, his Asian girlfriend who he started out. They was having threesomes every time you blink. Now she in her feelings because he don't want to stop, ha- you know, entertaining other women. Um, we have Ajua and Styles P, you know, that we favor them as a couple, even back when they were on um, WeTV's Marriage Boot Camp. You have um, Just Hilarious and some um, great value baby face looking nigga. Hold the fuck up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold the fuck up. Who? Mm-hmm. Just Hilarious. And she said she's a celebrity. She did <laughs> say that. <laughs> the, and meant the- it. The celebrity mean nobody in Mediterranean? Because, bitch, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> we got Nick Young and his high school sweetheart, who he has played Nick in her face Young. on and off. Yep. Retired NBA Laker uh, Nick Young, who was noted for having multiple girlfriends and open relationships. But Lordy B, he's got a whole high school sweetheart that he has three kids with. A nigga named Swaggy P. A nigga named Swaggy P has a fiance who is his childhood sweetheart that they share three children with. Yes, they do. I am and and we got Claudia Jordan and some nigga that can't stand to be around her. 
Claudia still alive? With them feet, yeah. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> He's stupid. Well, where the fuck they drag Claudia from? Uh, the radio station where she being a half-ass radio co-host I, somewhere. I was about to say the last thing I remember Claudia being alive with that little show with her Vivica and uh Ethan. Well, not damn, I almost say Issa Lord. Lisa Ray. Yuck. Lord have mercy. They Yuck. I guess the, the first thing I want to discuss is that all these problems, all of these couples, minus Michael Blackson, feel like intimacy is the problem in their relationship they don't make enough time to be intimate that is a very common issue so i'm not i'm not turning my nose up at that it's very common when you be in long-term relationships with people when you have kids with people when you have business ventures with people we even see that with candy and ty which we'll get to after we talk about this show but it's very very common for couples to lose the intimacy while they chase the success so I'm not I'm not upset at that. I'm my biggest go ahead, go ahead. My biggest I had two huge issues. Just hilarious calling herself a celebrity and calling her boyfriend a regular smegular degular ass nigga who don't know what it's like to be I famous. know you fucking lied to me. That's what she said. Yeah. Am I lying, Shay? That's what and, she said. And meant it. Said it with her. And meant it. She called she called him regular schmegular degular and said that. If she can make time for him as a celebrity, he should make time for her as an everyday working nigga. Basically. Girl. <laughs> and I don't even really know what she does outside of Wild and Out. I mean, I don't even know if that show is still on, but I'm just like. It's still on, but she's, girl, she well, she, on she, she considers herself a comedian. She's had some roles on some TV shows and then some movies and stuff. But okay. the thing is. She's a C-list celeb at best. Oh, that's a lot of grace, Fred. It is. Girl. And, that's, and, and I, the only reason I'm saying C-list is because we know that on social media, if you if you are smart enough, you can make your 15 minutes last an hour. Mm-hmm. And you can get a bag and you can buy a house and you can buy a car paid in cash and you can set yourself up and set your kids up. So I'm not taking nothing from her. But when we think of an actual celebrity... How many people know who Just Hilarious is outside the internet? Mm-hmm. And even then, most people know her because she's stupid, not because she's funny. That name is false advertising. Um, I, the, the guy that she's on here with, she says that he's not affectionate. She's affectionate. I always wonder why people get with people who cannot meet their needs and then stay with them and cry about it. I do know some people. I do know some people who are not super touchy feely affectionate. They're just not. They show their love in other ways. They show it in other actions. But if if touch, if physical touch and physical, you know, intimacy is a huge deal breaker for you, why you with this man? You. I mean to be mean. But it won't be me. Something tells me <laughs> that this is because uh, <laughs> them why because like I said, she ain't even on wilding out all that goddamn much. Cause so still come on. I feel like this is one of those I need to check to get on like the show. If she, 
I feel like if she wanted to make it more interesting, she should have brought Country Wayne on this show with her. Because that was the last time she was really in the media was when she was catching the blues from his baby mamas. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Am I lying? I feel like that's You're the last wrong. time I really heard of her. So why not bring the motherfucker on here that was with that brought you the most notoriety the last time? Because if a goddamn the notoriety for goddamn show wasn't her talent. Because well, I know why she didn't do it because Country Wayne is funnier than her by far. Yeah. Let's mm. let's be honest. He's fucking hilarious. And I mean, he would still the show from her truly um nick (laughs) nick young's uh fiance she just says that she feels like something is missing like they they need to try to reconnect but everything is in a way which primarily i think is because he is a fourth child in that relationship Mm -hmm. he don't do shit he don't really help with the kids he don't support her business ventures he just kind of is there. Well, I would, She's um, a beautiful woman, too. She is gorgeous. I'm well, talking about uh, gorgeous. She's a beautiful black woman, which why you was laying up with the, you know what? I would, <laughs> oh, thank you for thank you for the same yep. way, friend. Uh, I would just like to reiterate that this is a grown-ass man that wasn't even going by his actual name. He wanted motherfuckers to call himself Swaggy P. Um, so I feel like, no disrespect to this woman, but I feel like in knowing that this was a grown ass nigga named Swaggy P. Um, I, I well, just kind of feel like she can do better. And the motherfucker was playing in your face for a white bitch from Australia who tried to sound like she from Atlanta with a with a Brazilian butt lift. Which we can uh, never be nothing again if you choose a, a, that caucasoid over me. First of all, I, and say also with, for many reasons, but for nothing else, that is one reason why Clifford Harris will never see him. One of many oh, reasons no, he, he will never see him. Once he started trying to make that white bitch be some uh, special, more special than she is, his whole shit started going down the hill. That motherfucker tried to make that. <laughs> he tried to make us sound like she from Peace. She on Peace Street corners. That he will never see heaven ever. Ever. Good. Um, you know, Ajua and Styles P, I think they just are, they have a case of the, we've been married so long that we're comfortable. Yeah. Right. They just kind of content, you know, in a, and they even said it, they, they work together a lot. They run their businesses together. And so then when they get home, they're still in business mode versus I'm your husband, you're my wife mode. And I hope that they figure it out. But they are one of the few couples I've ever seen across all these platforms and these shows we watch. They really do love each other. And he really does the work to be the husband that she deserves, especially after they had a a little bout with infidelity. He really does the work. And I love that for them. And I hope they figure it out. But maybe y'all need to go to a swingers club or something. Y'all need to unleash the freak. Not fuck no other people, but just go and watch or do something. Yeah, even Get- even watching this episode, like you can tell, like they not only do they love each other, but they actually like each other with some of these other couples. I'm like, y'all don't even really like being in the same space as each other. So I don't even know why y'all want Claudia here. Jordan Listen. and her and her boyfriend. <laughs> he don't like her. He don't respect her. And I see why, because they was like, 
they got there, they got in a little uh, suite or whatever. And she was like, we need to relax. We need to, you know, get back into each other. And then she started digging at him. So like, yeah, you need to figure out what you need to work on yourself with and you need to fix yourself. And I'm like, damn. Let the wine hit your coochie first. <laughs> right. But last but certainly not least, I got a bunch of words for Michael Blackson and Rada, but mostly Rada. Michael Blackson, honestly, is not the issue to me in this situation. When they got together, they had an agreement and an understanding. She's She um, presents as liking to mess with women from time to time. And that's what he really liked about her. She's not ugly, but she's a typical non-black woman. And I'm going to explain why. She is pissed. So they have dwindled down their, his outside, you know, activities with other women to he could do it once a month, right? Even the once a month, she's pissed off because she says that in that once a month when he does mess with a, another woman outside of her, he take them to dinner, take them to breakfast. He treat them good and this, that, and the third. And this is my issue with, as a whole, non-black women in their politics. Because you are genuinely upset that he's treating other women humanely. He breaking them off with some dick and feeding them and you having a conniption like he is proposing to these women. There is nothing outlandish about spending an evening with somebody or a weekend with somebody, whatever the case may be, and sharing a meal with them. That does not mean marriage. It does not mean kids. It do not mean y'all in love with each other. It means y'all was fucking them sheets up and now both parties is hungry. But the fact that she feels like these women don't even deserve a meal after they slip and slide on her man dick, is really weird to me. Because why are you still here if you have to try to so tightly control that situation? leave dummy he is not interested in traditional monogamy you are that will always be the breaking point for y'all like and you trying to stifle it and you trying to regulate it and put all these stipulations on it like you the federal government it's it doesn't make sense to me if you're not with the shit no more and you want it to stop completely go get with a nigga that wants to do traditional monogamy with your ass but he want to fuck bitches and he's been very honest about it. And you agree with it. Mm. Wait, I don't understand. You're allowed to change your mind. Sure. But you can, just because you changed your mind doesn't mean you could change his. Mm-hmm. Go get with a nigga that want to be with you and only you and let this man continue his journey. Having many bitches at his disposal if that's what he want to do he's he's not lying he's not playing games so it's like what more do you want he can't buy a bitch a big mac he can't buy a bitch a sausage a, a chicken biscuit from chick-fil-a after he fucked they weave up what what do you want and why as a woman do you want other women treated poorly mm-hmm. that's a you issue all your insecurities are seeping out because if people- that's in a Go ahead. No, go ahead. Now I was just gonna say, and truth be told, I feel like that's how she got him. So that's why she's so worried about when he go do it with other women. It's like, well, you know, that was how I started the relationship. And this is basically how they gonna start it with him too. So she's like, 
I don't want you connected to nobody. But it's like you said, if that's not what you want, then you got to realize that that's not with him. Also, I also uh, think it's weird uh, just as situations in general. I mean, we see it, people talk about it on social media all the time. It's like, now just because you fucking somebody don't mean you have to treat them like just a nut rag and that's it. Like you can, like you can get them a three piece at, at Popeyes. Like it's not, or just you know take them to like you can treat them like a human being while also fucking them. Like it's not, but people are weird. So very weird. Very fucking weird. Very weird. And so, as usual, um, AJ Johnson will be the life coach for the, I think they're there for like a week, so we'll probably get like six or seven episodes. And John Sally as well will be there, um, you know, helping the couples figure it out. But ultimately, I I don't see Rada and Michael Blackson lasting. They just, I see the... Well, I hope Claudia Jordan nigga leave her because she is batshit crazy and always has been. But, you know, good luck, everybody. Good luck to everybody but Claudia Jordan. Yeah, prayers down. Prayers down. Yeah, prayers down to her. Um, While we while we talking about relationships, let's go over to Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, What... I wish Candy and Todd would realize that they can't take all that money to their grave with them. <laughs> like, that's my biggest thing. Yes, I understand you are accustomed to a certain lifestyle. Candy is a phenomenal businesswoman. But you you um, sacrifice so much in terms of your family, your marriage, and your kids constantly chasing money. This is what I say sometimes. Like, do I want an opportunity to be wealthy? Absolutely. I'm not going to turn it down, but I, I want to be in a space where I'm not always sacrificing for money. Candy sacrifices a lot to constantly make money. Like, some you of the can ventures, see the... Some of the ventures not even good, if we're being honest, but that's... Neither you can see the exhaustion in Todd's face. Like, you can see the exhaustion in Todd's face from him carrying the load, which I'm not... I'm not necessarily mad at it. Todd is doing what a lot of women have done for many, many, many years now. So it's not like I'm like, oh, poor Todd. Well, it's me. But you, if you want to have a successful marriage and it stays successful, at some point you got to make time for your fucking family. And she just does not do that. And she doesn't care to. And she, she don't, even when Todd was talking about how, you know, he wanted, he worked on a project and Candy's like, well, you cut me out of it. And he's like, I want something for myself that people recognize my talent. And I will say Candy is a little self-centered. She is absolutely used to being the center of attention when it comes to their business ventures. She because I had it. no, I, I had no idea Todd was creating with Candy as much as he was. And she doesn't even take a moment to put the, the spotlight on him. She like is, if you love she what, her mother's what you child. Say, Absolutely. Because what what would be so hard about saying if you love what we're doing, just know that Todd has put a lot of work and energy and effort into helping me create something amazing. You know, we have to have an honest conversation about how Candy, whether consciously or subconsciously, has contributed to the Todd don't do shit and he just mooch off the uh, narrative. Because this is an example. This is an example. 
for sure. I didn't know Todd was working as much as he was. And, <clears throat> excuse me, while I blame Andy as well, mostly I put that on Candy. Because you sure. should be feeding into him. Mm-hmm. Because Todd is right. He does support everything Candy does. As he should. Even if it's at the expense of getting her time and attention, even if it's at the expense of her being a, a fully present and accounted for a parent all the time, Todd doesn't deter Candy from doing the things that she wants to do. So you having an issue with him creating something without you attached to it so that it's not, again, looked at as, oh, Todd riding Candy coattails again. Because that's the consensus. That's yeah. that's what we all say. I see it on social media. Oh, he just riding her coattails. Even Mama Joyce. Yep. The Especially Mama Joyce. That Todd is with Candy for her money. Meanwhile, he's working. He's he's putting together TV shows and pilots and shopping them to TV, sh- t- you know, TV channels and brands and all of this kind of yeah. stuff. The man is working. Well, I mean, he started as a producer, which I find it funny that people always say that he's broken. He's booshing off candy. But if, you know, I hate to say this, but like when if anybody else was doing that, is that same thing that would be like, hey, you working an honest job and, you know, you working and contributing. If the tables was turning, Todd had all the money and Candy just she made a decent living, probably made six figures as a TV producer or whatever. The 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 amount of hell that would be caused if motherfuckers were walking around screaming that Candy was a gold digger and she was only with Ty for money and she don't contribute nothing. She don't do nothing. It's that and the third. So it's kind of like. Like I said, I don't necessarily feel sorry for Todd, but I understand where he's coming from when he wants to do something that doesn't put him in Candy's shadow. That's very fair. Mm-hmm. And he said they sex life stink. How you miss dominatrix, miss sex this, sex that, sex toy, always freaky, always all the time. And you you not making time for intimacy with your, your spouse. Where are the hips and body? <laughs> Legs, <laughs> hips, body, body. Can't go. What the your, fuck is that song? <laughs> you need your vocal cords taken. That's what you need. That is you, don't, you, you, you don't deserve a. You don't deserve no voice box no more. <laughs> and like, like I get, like I think it was made for like some kind of play or whatever the fuck she do. But girl, that's the best y'all could do in the goddamn studio. I don't give a damn. I just feel or... like the same woman that wrote bills, bills, bills. The same like, woman girl, that wrote no what? scrubs. Why is your music so mediocre? Like, girl, what? I don't oh, give a damn if this was an ad for Burger King. Girl, you can do better than this. What the fuck? <laughs> this about to be a summer hit for all the wrong reasons, girl. Folks should be playing your shit ironically as a meme. Girl, Candy, what the? You are Grammy nominated, Grammy award winner. Girl, Candy, what the fuck is this? All these goddamn studios in Atlanta, this the best y'all can come up with. <laughs> This shit was awful, boy. In the, in the but, fucking video. And, <laughs> like, I won't even be funny. Like, Candy is an attractive woman, but she got the sex appeal of a booger. And <laughs> I mean that for my soul. Like, she is very pretty. She's got a nice body, but it, it just, The sex you know. appeal of a booger is killing me. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Girl, Speaking of bus, hold on. You said she got the sex appeal of that goddamn Musonesca commercial. <laughs> For sure. 
For sure. I don't ever look at candy. I'd be like, oh, she looked pretty, but I don't never look at candy. Be like, I would like to see it. I would like to see Todd. That is an attractive. I don't want to see. I don't want to see candy. I'm sorry. Like, I I would like to see Todd and Portia. That's a good one. Portia is very Portia is very sexy to me. She just got it. Got it. Yeah. She's beautiful, but she's got sex appeal. Candy don't. She's just a phenomenal businesswoman and a very terrible bone collector because girl, Sheree, you have you are known on in this franchise in the history of Real Housewives as being one of the messiest bone carrying bitches alive. Now all of a sudden you mad because motherfuckers didn't told your truth. You have a history of not paying for services rendered. Let's call a thing a thing. It's, it's public information. You have had all type of liens put on your property and shit for not paying contractors. This is not your first rodeo not paying something. So to act like Drew was being so messy and so mean and Candy was being so messy and so mean, bitch, bye. Your whole career on this show is doing exactly what was done to you. Mm-hmm. Like Bones that ass. And lean. And you sitting up here still dating this nigga who could parole to Philadelphia only. What, like, what he doing? I can't wait till we get to the portion of the show. Uh, and I said last time we recorded, whenever it gets to the point of that season where Marlo is hugging Sheree and telling Sheree to love herself, I can't wait till we get to that part. Because <laughs> Sheree, girl, what the fuck? Like, and to piggyback off you, Candace, Candy so damn bad at being a bone collector, they had to bring you back, which we're speaking of. I saw on Twitter, uh, I want to, it was sometime this week. Uh, I forget which day, but whatever. Uh, well, Sheree and Drew, or Sheree was reacting to something that Drew said either on the show or maybe on Watch What Happens Live or whatever the hell. Uh, or it might have been on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Well, Sheree called was dragging Drew for being the new girl with no storyline, which I mean, to be fair, true. Um, um, and that put some respect on her name and the o- that Drew is no nothing of the OG peaches and this, that, and the third. And I have several things to say in that regard. Um, is Drew kind of lacking as a new girl, second, third season in, or whatever? Yes, but Sheree, my baby, my love, my dear. You got a lot of damn nerve because, first of all, you got your piece snatched many moons ago. So we can start and end up multiple times. You've had your piece snatched from you multiple times. So that's not like my biggest issue is that you're crying about some shit that has a lot of truth to it. And that's why you mad about it, because if it was a bold faced lie, you wouldn't even be that angry. Like you wouldn't. Just like Kenya, I feel like Kenya, I feel like there's truth to what Marlo was saying. They rode the bean footage back. Kenya was living in the hotel with right refrigerators and appliances and so on and so forth. But the part that's crazy to me is feeling shame is like feeling like you have to lie or be ashamed of, you know, hitting a rough patch. Girl, we like that's what's that's what's yeah, that's what's weird about these women. Like a lot of y'all come from humble beginnings. And sometimes you have to fall back into a humble beginning and climb your way back out again. It's not the end of the world. But Kenya, you for sure was living in a hotel with white appliances. Marlon ain't told no lie about that. 
It is what it is. It is what it is. And I just want to say, Sheree, baby, the only reason that you were brought back is because, one, Candy is a terrible bone collector, and two, some of the OG peaches that you were referring to are no longer on the show. Cynthia, Nene, Portia. Like, they not on the show no more, baby. And they needed to fill out a roster. That's mm-hmm. why you back. You not yeah. back because you not back because you were true. Like people wanted to see you because the last time we saw you, joggers, spring, summer, and this nigga in prison. Which you tried to turn it into your tagline for the show opening, and it's not giving. It's not giving because you <laughs> still all. look like a bozo. Because you still ain't got no goddamn merchandise for people to pay. Because I ain't never gonna forget. I ain't never. I will never forget. That damn reunion, and I went to the website because, uh, because, because, I remember you and Curtis was like, "Do she have any like merch?" And I went to the website, and you had places for people to send you money, but no goddamn merchandise. Sorry, I ain't never gonna forget that shit. For sure, for sure. Um, only Kenya would fuck up her daughter's own birthday party. Well, it was amazing. Do, How? <laughs> like this was a birthday party for a three-year-old and you turned it into some messy catty bullshit for a bunch of 40 plus year old women and whoever was the coward that said candy was sucking dick in the locker room well done <laughs> i believe candy has sucked some dick in the locker room before i don't care what she say just not todd's because she not fucking him um, <laughs> all right <laughs> but like why do you want to have that type of tea tea at a at a three-year-old tea party birthday that like that was really weird, weird. yeah kenya yeah. you're weird and it it gives force that's what it's giving digging for a storyline trying to be the it girl and remember what i said some weeks back jeremy that i feel like kenya is not nearly as mean as she tries to be she just wants to be she wants she wants to always make sure she get that peach back yeah. Mm. This was a prime example. Because you you went out your way to create an environment for drama to be fabricated. At a three-year-old birthday party. We cannot forget that context. Because why is y'all talking about dick at a three-year-old birthday party? At her <laughs> party. And I agree with that white woman leaving because that's fucking weird. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, very rarely do I ha- have any type of desire to agree with white women but i absolutely would have left with my kid too because that's not what i signed up for i thought this was brooklyn's third birthday tea party whole time you bitches is talking about sucking dick in the locker room in front of my kid like absolutely not i don't even talk about sucking dick in the locker room in front of my kid so why would you do it right It remind me of that damn uh, meme, that SpongeBob meme of the family of the, of the big fish taking the little fish away. <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. <laughs> like, it was just really fucking weird. And it's, you know, like I said, classic Kenya trying to stay relevant. Because, and then, don't get me started on the, well, Sheree using a cut card to say, well, the same assistant that was talking shit about her said ralph was gay and i just i don't like when y'all do that is mm-hmm. giving homophobic is very homophobic even if that man is gay even if he's in the closet whatever the case may be it's it's very dangerous to try to out somebody like that correct very very dangerous very dangerous to try to out somebody like that 
Listen, Ralph is trash enough where y'all don't have Listen, to say some shit like it that. It is. <laughs> yeah, that, that's where I was going with it because on the next episode, he gonna tell that that therapist that Drew only deserved a a big a value meal. He ain't she ain't deserved steak and lobster. She deserved a lunchable. A nigga named Ralph. He is a nigga terrible. named Ralph. He is a, a terrible husband. Man. He's a narcissist. Yeah. He's a narcissist. You know who he reminds me of, which we're about to head over to in a second. He reminds me of Marceau. Mm. But with, mm. without the money. Yeah. Marceau, but with no business acumen. And Drew reminds me of Tisha, if we're going to be honest. Uh, For sure. Mm. Come on, segue, John. <laughs> Tisha with no lisp. That's what she. Oh. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> Tisha do be talking like she got grits on her tongue. Bitch talk like she got a thunder yeah. tongue. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. Why is your tongue so thick? Just like stop she, talking. Like she just like somebody just dropped some hot sauce on her tongue and she just trying yeah. to, <laughs> to talk through it. Suffering succotas, Marceau. Are you too <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> you sound just like her. Yeah, go to hell. <laughs> oh, come on now. Come on now, don't come on now, don't act like that. Come on now, family, you being ridiculous. We wouldn't. I've said worse. Well, but nigga says suck Are you cheating on me? Why we just can't have a happy marriage? Up, girl. Um, we about to get there, but I mean that was that was primarily it for for Atlanta. I will say. I'm not upset so far about these episodes of Atlanta, but T has been spilling saying that the newest producer for the show is responsible for this, for how the show is going, but the girls don't like him. They say he, he, the person is mean. The person drives a hard bargain, you know, all this other shit, but it's like, Y'all ratings last season was fucking awful. I didn't even know they had a new producer. Yeah, they have a new producer this season who is responsible for the new formatting and how we are getting, you know, seeing the ladies and so on and so forth. Um, I'm going to be honest. So far, Sonya Richards-Ross is not giving me anything. Um, I, she Beautiful, talented. She, but so far... Oh, Nothing. the new lady. I was like, I don't know. Yeah, the, that the, the that's the problem. Yeah. That's exactly the problem. See? <laughs> I only know her just because, you know, from the Olympics, you know, she's a hell of a, a track star, but she doesn't really have a place on this show so far. She's a runner. She's a track star. I do like looking at her husband, though. I will say that. He is attractive. He is. I, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I, I would like to see it. She is attractive. Yeah. But I, so I far, they're not giving us no drama, no mess. Yeah. And I, I didn't come for that. Yeah, I, I think I said it. Um, chaos. The first, like the only thing we've got is this, this, this same storyline we've seen a million times. Of he wants more kids, she not sure. We've seen mm-hmm. that like fifty eight times for eighty six years. Come with something new, right? But exactly. they are on the track to couple. I, I, I would like to see it. Exactly, same. Um, but yeah, we're about to head on over to the love and marriage. We're going to DC. Um, 
I got questions. Um, <laughs> is is love and marriage DC about married women who play single mothers in their marriages? Because all, <laughs> all these bitches was doing was complaining about their husbands not contributing other than financially. And it's like, like that's it. And it's like I can just go on Twitter for that. Like um, so Quicksilver, D- mm-hmm. DJ Quicksilver, whatever. Um, this man booked 15 gigs over the weekend and didn't talk to his wife once until after he booked them. This woman is sitting up here saying she got goals, she got dreams, she got business ventures that she can never fully commit to because he doesn't show up to be an active participant in rearing their family. And shit like that makes me say not enough money in the world. Not enough money in the world where I cannot have peace or in time to mm-hmm. in my own home to do things that matter to me outside of raising <clears throat> your children. With my own partner. With my own partner. Like what like, this, this is this should this honestly shouldn't even be called love and marriage DC. This should be uh patriarchy and patties DC, because that's exactly what the fuck this is. Yeah. Like at least, at least with Huntsville, we get to see the women on Huntsville get bags. Yes, they the they women get on things. Huntsville get two bags, and I'm talking about all of them. If we're being honest, I don't care for Destiny, but Destiny could get to a bag. Mm-hmm. Stormy get to a bag. Tisha get to a bag. Mel get to a bag. Kimmy get to a bag. They get to a bag. They're not being stifled. And that by way. their family lives and that yeah in that way so just i'm just watching this show and it's kind of night and day from huntsville these women are sitting around hoping and praying that their husbands recognize that they need some time and space to do things aside from raise their kids and these niggas do not care yeah. at all I... and even chris samuel's big harambe looking ass <laughs> he is a like for so many years i remember people used to be sitting up talking about he's such a good husband he loved monique he loved him some monique he's such a great husband he loved her mommy is recording no oh. bye london <laughs> Um, now we back from that interlude. Did I throw her pizza in the trash, girl? I haven't even been downstairs. That's hysterical. <laughs> but like, Chris is a terrible fucking husband. Yeah, I mean, I, f- I feel he, like I feel like he has always been that way. But I feel me like too. People, I feel like people kind of gave him a pass because he didn't. One, we didn't see much of him on Potomac, and two, he didn't you know get in quote-unquote women women's business a lot but it's like the he bar is in and hell. because and because he is one of the more financially sound husbands in the housewives hit franchise like the money has been there he's not yeah. one of those retired pro athletes who squandered all their money away and shit. they made good business investments and the money is still flowing yeah but outside of finances he don't know how to do shit we talking about somebody with multiple kids with these women. These kids are not Taj age. They're not one or two. 
We talking about school age kids and you don't even know how to get up and get your kids ready for school. That's not fucking weird. At your big ass age. Mm-hmm. first of all i don't want to hear monique on nobody's radio station let me tell you that <laughs> i do not want to hear the hotep queen on radio monique is absolutely stunning she looks beautiful with locks congrats on your vegan journey but you are a fucking hotep as we see when you sat at that dinner and talk about having covid twice and both times you cured it with your goddamn essential oils which we know is not true yeah yeah uh, this this series for Monique is not that great. I feel like it makes you see who she really is, which you said is like, I'm a believer in oils will cure everything. Man, you are sick every other week. Like, it's not working. It took you a month to recover from COVID. Both times. You say it fucked your skin up. You lost weight. You couldn't do this. You couldn't do that. You couldn't have C. You couldn't taste. You couldn't smell. What, what did them essential oils do? You know she, <laughs> you know she, uh, you know she believed Doctor Sebi. For sure, like I, like you said, Shay, I don't. I, I believe that this this franchise is not gonna do what she feels it's gonna do for her. Mm-hmm. If anything, it's gonna expose all the chinks in the armor of her marriage, as we saw at the dinner party. It won't be the first or the last. Chris, don't listen. They, you know what it is. Her and Chris don't seem like they're friends. Mm-hmm. They're married, but they're not friends. They don't listen to each other very well. They don't communicate very well. They don't meet at the middle and compromise very well. He wants her to do the heavy lifting inside the household, and he will pay the bills and sit his big back ass on the couch <laughs> and flatten the pillows. And no, Monique, <laughs> well, Monique said he was flattening the pillows. He did say that. <laughs> well, I mean, but true, but still. Which, speaking of um, this winter person and the Kevin person, let me tell you something. I would divorce him too, for sure. I would divorce him too because you're a liar. And if the whole marriage is built on a lie, where do you go from there? Because in order to even get the foundation stable, you got to unpack all the lies. Mm-hmm. He talking about she just up and left him when he got accused of misappropriating funds from his company. But whole time he didn't lie to this girl about where he lived, who he lived with and everything else. Now, granted, what kind of relationship did y'all have where you never went to his place? Y'all be jumping into these situations too quickly. Get to know a motherfucker. Y'all got married and after less than a year of dating. Whole time he was living in his parents' basement. Telling you he had a basement apartment. And once you find out somebody lied to you about one thing, she absolutely believes he stole all that money from the company. And I would divorce him too. Because I wouldn't want the feds or whoever else coming after me. Cause you went some dirty shit, but you know what? What really took the cake for me? He said they accused me as taking spending fifteen hundred dollars to take my kids ice skating. I ain't never took my kids ice skating. Yep. <laughs> what? Just the other part, the stealing part. I stole it. I just didn't take them ice skating. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. Yeah, I took it, but not to go ice skating. <laughs> 
but again, another instance of men not being present in their families. Like that's this whole show. I feel like everything we're going to find out about this, these couples is that the women are modern day indent, um, indentured servants. That's just what it seemed like. Cook, clean, raise the kids, suck some dick here and there, rinse and repeat. Yeah, because even how you described um, Nick Young in the last part is kind of how it's Chris too. Chris Daniels, like, look, I'll pay for everything, but I'm not really going to help you do nothing. Like, that's that's your responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. And him and Monique got all them kids together. I just feel like there's no way you feel like your wife should be doing everything with how many kids they got? Three? I think so, yeah. Three, four? And want more. Man, no. Uh, I'm like, I'm going to start acting like Seely, Miss Seely. He, he got on top of me and did his business. Because <laughs> Chris looked like, like the type. Chris looked like the type of nigga to just get on top of you and be pumping. Jackrabbit. And then when she said the only meat she get is her husband's, I threw yeah, up I in my like, mouth a little bit. That's nasty. We, we didn't. Not interested. You know what uh, I think is an indication of how this show is going to go? We don't spend most of the show talking about Monique and Chris and not that many of the other couples. Yeah, because, I mean, we haven't heard much about them yet. I mean, we know that DJ Quicksilver works himself into a ground and leave, into the ground and leaves his wife to pick up the pieces, and she doesn't have time to do things that are important to her. I haven't learned much about him yet. I hope we do. But honestly, if this is what it's going to be, Monique could have stayed on Potomac. Mm-hmm. And she won't even say the name of the show. And I'm like, it, it wasn't that That bad. other show, girl, you chose to leave. Cut the shit. You didn't get fired. You cowered. You you was a coward and, and gave up your champagne glass. Yeah. Cause, yeah, because I was about to say, girl, you, like, they didn't fire you. Like, Andy even made his, like, you know, granted all the bias and colorism and racism aside, Andy made it clear, like, you wasn't fired. They was renegotiating your contract. Yeah, she got a champagne glass. She quit. Talking about for her mental health. How do this, how do, how is this show better for your mental health? Because all it's exposing is that you married to a Neanderthal. Yeah. That's all it's exposing for me. And, you know, she was on a um, another podcast, uh, Carlos King, and they were talking about the show or whatever, because, you know, he produces it. And she was just like really excited. And she kept talking about winter and I'm like about how fly she was and her fashions. And I was like, I don't, I don't see it. <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah, went so far. Winter and Kevin's storyline is really underwhelming because not not well. Let's be funny. Why do we need a couple on here that didn't make it past one year of marriage before they started the divorce proceedings? You could have found another couple for sure, but I guess we'll see what happens. But to our favorite and to our final show of the day, Love and Marriage Huntsville. I would have to square up with my mother if she constantly brought me bullshit proof that my husband is cheating on me. Wanda has not brought a single 
reputable receipt that shows that Marceau is cheating on Tisha. And she is so comfortable sending her daughter into a tailspin over bullshit receipts that I would have to, I would wonder if my mother fuck with me or not. <laughs> yeah. mother, mother got bad vibes. She do. Wanda always has. And and I'm starting to feel like that whole I go to bat for anybody over my Tisha. I feel like a lot of that is bullshit. I feel like she's using her daughter's insecurities with her marriage to maintain a storyline on this show. And for that, she is fucking raggedy. Because the only time we see really see Wanda on this show is when she's trying to stir up shit between Marceau and Tisha. Now, do I believe Tisha, do Marceau cheats on Tisha? Absolutely. I really do believe he has cheated on her multiple times, which is why Tisha is so insecure. Mm-hmm. But I feel like as a mother, if you if you don't have no real receipts, why keep bringing that to your daughter and fucking with her, her mental headspace? Because eventually the truth will come to the light. For sure. Without you having to be goddamn... In invest in uh what's the most uh, inspect the gadget bitches inside private eye but her eyes don't work because a picture of somebody's back who don't have no distinguishable tattoos or markings on their body what do that supposed to do for tisha right whole time i'm thinking he admitted to being at this hotel with a woman this motherfucker then hung out with the the chris nigga in atlanta and then she's sitting up there crying, what? Why won't they let us be happy, Marceau? Huh? I'm tired. It hurts. It just hurts. And the thing is, you too old. You too old and you got too much mouth not to have thicker skin. Yeah. Because the internet will make up. Media takeout has survived on the internet for decades now telling nothing but lies. Hello? How many MTO stories have come out to ever be true? Nah. Very few. Well, I would say very few. Very, very few. Maybe People they should, can make they should, up anything. They should like shit from the free throw line. For sure. People <laughs> can make up anything on the internet and run with it. Anything. Anything. It's a running joke on Twitter. Like, nobody cares about the truth. We could we just care about the jokes. Yep. And the headline. What's the what's the saying? Like any press is good press. Mm-hmm. Like I need I need them to give us the truth about his infidelities. Because it's very hard for me to sympathize with Tisha as long as she's acting this insecure, but claiming that their marriage is as strong as it's ever been. Right. It's not. It's not. It's not strong. And Wanda, Wanda is a is a piece of shit because her whole storyline it, it revolves around trying to make Tisha believe her husband is cheating on her. Let Tisha, like Jeremy said, let her see that with her own eyes. If what's being done in the dark gonna come to the light. And also, I think it's the other reason I have such an issue with it is because I, I mean, not to be funny, but if y'all not gonna whoop that nigga ass, then what we doing here? She not going to leave. 
She's not. Yeah, also, right, that's what, like, you know, whoop his ass was a metaphor. Well, I mean, not really, but, but still. Well, I mean, but... he could actually whoop his ass. He could need yeah. to get his ass whooped. But the thing is, no matter what is found out, Tisha's not leaving him. Yeah, she so can it's... grandstand all she want. I'm going to take you for everything you got. He not. You not. Right. That motherfucker wiped your tear and shed a fake tear, and it was, why they don't want us to be happy for so? They tell me why. Like, tell me why. Not... <laughs> y'all are not happy. <laughs> Nobody wants you to be no. unhappy. Looking at y'all from the outside, y'all are not happy together. Which, you know, now granted, do I feel like it was necessarily their place to say it? No. But that's why Tiffany and Big Lurch kind of didn't lie when they said that you could see the happiness, the unhappiness from the outside. Now, did they Absolutely. need to say it? No, but they were not wrong. <laughs> Not the least bit. It's so obvious that they're unhappy and that Tisha does not trust him and knows more than what she will tell anybody. But I mean, Marcelo's unhappy because I think he thinks Tisha is an idiot. But also, he likes that yeah. she's not that smart because then he could do what he wants. That, there you go. Yep. Talk to go. him. Talk to him. Yep. And we have maintained that for a very long time that he loves her. He loves how naive she is. Yep. So, yep, because so she's kinda... too scared to go put two and two together, and mm-hmm. she's too scared to leave them. Mm-hmm. So he he, I, he he tolerates and loves he he loves what she does for him as duties as a wife, as he said in the past. But he don't really like her. But he do like how naive she is, so he can do what the hell he wants. For sure, that's absolutely what it is. And also, let's. Kimmy is my Kimmy, my girl. Kimmy is my favorite person on this show. She easily, um, easily. Easy. First of all, Maurice, you is fi- you is lucky. You have a pulled the woman as fine as Kimmy. All right. <laughs> like I Kimmy, like, I Kimmy is the oldest mm-hmm. of the of the main women on this show and the finest. Yeah. Cause like I don't think Maurice is like ugly by any means, but nigga, <laughs> nigga. She yeah, she she sure could have pulled her Morris Chestnut if she wanted to. Mm-hmm. Easily. Yeah, I love Kimmy. I love Kimmy. I love that she stood her ground about Martel. I love that she gave him the truth and read his ass for filth nicely, but on it, like she was nice, but she didn't didn't hold his feelings. You keep up too much shit everywhere you go and you drag everybody into your shit every time you come around. Mm-hmm. Every time him and Mel are in the same room, he nitpicks at her until they end up in a big blow up. Yeah. Every single fucking time. Every Wait. group chip. Every gathering. He nitpicks until there's a huge blow up concerning him and Mel. And I feel like, and I have said this, and I know it sounds kind of off, you know, key, but I feel like at this point, like, it's got to be for the show. Because, like, we all know Martel, Martel is, like, devil incarnate. Like, we know that, right? But, like, nigga, at some point, at some point, it has to be something where it's like, okay, get into it with Mel for the sake of the show, because we need the ratings. Because, nigga, you can't be this goddamn dumb. I think he's a psychopath. <laughs> well, you know, that's too. very true. That's very true. And again, like I, I do said, maybe- too, just because I watched like the Carlos King has like an after show 
and mm-hmm. he had Dr. Heavenly on there and he had Martel on there and he got mad at Dr. Heavenly for calling Arion coleslaw <laughs> talking about you disrespectful that's my mother's child that's the um, mother of my child that's my son's mother and Heavenly was like you the last person to talk about disrespecting women that is so he was heated and he talking about, I didn't even know who you was. I didn't even know who you was. And Dr. Heavenly was like, so why you called my phone? Oop. Trying to, you know, trying to, you know, do business together. Mm. <laughs> you want everybody to respect your, your mistress and your side chick and your other, your other wife that I call it your other wife because y'all was together damn near as long as you was with Mel. Whole time you didn't respect your, your wife or your kids yeah. or your friends. He always wants friends. He always wants people to respect the other woman, the second baby mama, when he wants them to respect him. But like when he don't respect, like it's kind of a pick and choose. It's like sometimes I respect both of them, sometimes I don't. But when I do, I want everybody else to as well. And it's like, no, oh, absolutely. Because when he's not speaking to her, when he's not speaking to his baby mama, he um he don't care who say what about her on the yeah, internet. I was, I was just about to say because nigga, we we seen you on this show on take disrespect, huh? So like, nigga, what? Right. Like he is a terrible person. I'm glad Kimmy stood her ground. I do want to get to Mel because, as we say, when it comes to Martel, you are always going to be a hundred percent right when it comes to anything he does. However, I don't understand why you would go to this housewarming party when all of the people that you don't care for are there. I don't get that. Mm-hmm. I know you fuck with Kimmy. You could have sent a gift, a gift card or anything else, but you're as anything relating to Kimmy Scott, you're never going to avoid seeing Tisha Scott. They are family. And Tisha Scott is now friends with Destiny, so you're never going to avoid seeing Destiny. So why are you there? It's okay to politely decline. It's okay, because the whole housewarming was fucking awkward. You're sitting there not speaking to Marceau, not speaking to Maurice, not speaking to Tisha, not speaking to Destiny, this, that. Like, it's weird. It's okay and to it, ask who all there and not show up based on who all there. And it's and it's not giving bigger person. It's giving you petty. You want to be around to be in a no, but you don't want to be around to be in a no. Like pick a position. You don't have to go to these events. You the executive produ- producer. You don't have to be in none of the episodes for real. For real. The hello. You, you gonna get pull, your bag regardless. You can pull a Shawnee. You can pull a Shawnee O'Neal. But I think it's really weird that she went to that housewarming because she knew who was going to be there. She mm-hmm. knew for a fact Tisha and Marceau was going to be there at the very minimum. Mm-hmm. So, see, I, I mean, that I, rubbed me the wrong way. And that's the, the weirdo shit I'm talking about. Like, okay, I get this a reality show and y'all have to be in the same room for some of these scenes. But some shit I'm just not going to do. Yeah. And if I don't really fuck with Tisha like that, I'm not recording with Tisha for real, for real. Nigga, we literally saw on Real Housewives of Atlanta, there was a time Candy would refuse to film with um Portia after the whole Phaedra stuff. Yep. So like and girl and 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 male, you executive producer on the show. So you if of anybody on the show, you damn sure have the right to be like, yeah, I'm not filming with you. 
But see, this this type of shit that I'm talking about, Romeo, like she want to be. <laughs> want to be a victim? She want to be a victim she and a villain at the, at same, the same time. time. And you can't do that. You can't do that. If you're gonna if you're gonna be if you're gonna be nasty, be nasty. If you're gonna be nice, be nice, but girl, choose a side, goddamn. And that's all we asking. Just pick a position. Which I can't wait to drag destiny. <laughs> Segway don't. <laughs> you are not a nice person. You have never been a nice person on this show. Our introduction to you was you wanting to fight Kimmy because she said your ex-husband make good fried chicken, but she doesn't know very much else about y'all. And we ain't seen that nigga since. Ain't seen a nigga since. You was very nasty to story. First of all, the anti-blackness jumped out of you when you talked about this woman's accent as being hood. She got a Southern accent. No more, no less. Well, I can speak hood too. What? You a black woman, baby. What do what is speaking? What is speaking hood? Like it was really weird. It was really weird how she got pissed when Stormy said, Hey, don't call me sweetie, because she was being kind of fucking sending. Mm -hmm. That nice nasty. Sweetie is what people what a lot of women say to other women when they being condescending. Or dismissive. Okay, sweetie, whatever you say. Sweetie, that's just how I talk. Like, no, don't do that. And when she corrected you, instead of saying, you're right, my bad, Stormy, you talking about who don't have emotional intelligence. Bitch, the audacity. You the last bitch to talk about somebody's lack of emotional intelligence. You are fucking weird. And I said, and I will continue to say, you are pulling straws to have a storyline this season. We don't know shit that's going on with you. You don't need to be on the show. Like you should definitely be reduced to a friend of the show. I'm you sorry. have not given us anything related to Destiny Payton. You have been messy and arguing about shit that's not really your business. Well, that deep. And I'm sorry, but there ain't no motherfucker that's friends with Montel Holt finna, finna talk to anybody else about emotional intelligence. Bitch, I dare you. Period. Yeah. You still friends with somebody and you saw him do some of the nastiest vile things to his ex-wife that any man could do. The only thing Martel didn't do to Melody, which we don't know if he did it or not, he ain't put his hands on her from what we know. But he was abusive to that woman in every other kind of way. And you still be kikiing and chuckling and talking about y'all been friends since high school. I don't give a fuck. I'm not being friends with the likes of a nigga like Martel. As a woman, absolutely fucking not. Absolutely not. <sighs> Our favorite person, <laughs> Wanda. Wanda, I will drag the shit out you. You have been getting by <laughs> on this show with the elder factor. That's what I call it, the mm -hmm. elder factors. When older black people are rude and nasty as fuck, but everybody just turned the other cheek because they elders. But baby, I'll slide your big ass for sure. <laughs> I'll slide you, Wanda, for, for sure. One time. <laughs> and ain't shit Tisha gonna be able to do about it without getting slid her goddamn self. <laughs> because, first of all, first of all, and this is why I don't truly fuck with Maurice either, Jalen more of a man than Maurice. 
he let it be known. Jalen let it be known that Miss Wanda was not about to talk to his mother like that in his house. First of all, what type of old tacky bitch comes to somebody's housewarming with no gift in hand? Mm. But talking about, oh, I see liquor. <laughs> let us see a gift card. I'm saying you ain't got you no cheap, app. you tacky, you and you least, messy. You could have at least got a damn Amazon gift card or some bitch. Some? How you come to somebody shit empty-handed with your mouth open? You ready to chug a lug all the fucking liquor and ain't bought a goddamn thing? Not even a card. And I, I blame, I blame Kimmy for that because you know what type of bitch Wanda is. Yeah. Yeah. So you set yourself up for that, but I'm really tired. Tisha got all the mouth in the world till it's time to really correct her motherfucking mama. I love my mama, but I don't need my mama fighting my battles. Well, that's the that well, I think I said it a long time ago, but the band's repeating that because Tisha don't have no spine or no backbone, she used her mama to fight her battles. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wanda says what Tisha is too pussy to say. Wanda yep. does what, T- what Tisha is too pussy to do. She yep. is her voice. She is her backbone. She she is her 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 uh, figurative sword. And you know, and and you, again, <laughs> you you lucky you're not around some real some real bitches like my friend, like my friends friends on the on this podcast because somebody else would beat your ass a long time ago, Wanda. I would have listened to me, Tisha, if you ever hear this, I will slide your motherfucking mama for show like on GP just because she always talking that high shit like she could fight. She ain't ran up on no bitches. I'm not so classy that I won't slide me an old hoe for show because I'm all about showing and proving and you talk too much about fighting and who asked you a whip that never whipped no ass. Yeah, I can't stand Tisha. <laughs> I can't stand Tisha. I can't stand Wanda. And the crazy thing about Wanda, too, is I'm sure my, Marcel was doing some type of financial help for her. And I'm like, you talk a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. He probably Let's talk about it. A lot Let's of funding it. of whatever you would like to do, whether it be give you a place to stay and funding it or start helping you start your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's talk about it. While Wanda is whole ass married. With a boyfriend. With a boyfriend. And that's my thing. You got so much to say about other people's shit. Get your affairs in order. Well, you know, she having affairs. That's the damn problem. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you just need to know, Tisha, that you you and your mama have gotten away real lucky because regardless of where you at with male or whoever else that you may not get along with within this circle, they got enough respect to you to not slide your mama, but I'm gonna tell you, I don't respect you at all. So I slide that hoe. Shout out to Jalen for, for shout out to Jalen for for having some having the proverbial balls on this show to be like, girl, <laughs> not not here, not today. I don't give a fuck who your mama is. Uh uh-uh, uh, no. And he handled it respectfully because I wouldn't have been so kind. I was about to say, well, you know, because I would have called out a hey, bitch, you got to get up out of <laughs> yeah. here with that. Yeah. I mean, Jalen always has been, you know, respectful, but also, you know, don't let nobody play in his face. Hell, even Kimmy and Maurice here. For sure. But For yeah, sure. I wouldn't have been respectful. I would have been like, look here, you old hoe. Look here. <laughs> look here. You we don't be uh, crazy. like that at all. I'm looking forward to next week because Stormy and uh, Kiki going to see each other. Kiki, you a coward. <laughs> 
you a whole ass coward. I would have respected you if you would have stood up in your shit. You brought up your cousin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What you, you think was, you was, issue is? She jealous, Atisha. But like when, Let, when they said she told. Tisha told Mars, uh, Martel and Melody about her business. What do you think the business was? I, I would guess it had to do something with her her marriage gotcha. at the time. Yeah. I think it had something to do with her marriage at the time. For sure. But Kiki, you a coward. And you couldn't even stand ten toes down in the shit you was talking about your cousin that you don't really fuck with. And you could be honest, just because you blood relation to somebody don't mean you fuck with them. I got mad cousins I don't fuck with. Because they terrible people and I don't need that energy around me. And I could stand up in that because they came with my ass. <laughs> I know that's right. So it's like, I don't have to fuck with you just because we cousins. Tisha violated you and you don't fuck with her no more. Cool. Say that. But stop all this. Uh, well, I mean, they was talking. To, no, you was talking. You was talking about your cousin. Mm-hmm. And mouth was running a mile a minute. Because uh-huh. if you was a real bitch and you fuck with your cousin, you'd have been like, oh, no, I'm not about to be discussing. Nothing they got to do with Tisha. She not here. I don't need nobody saying I said shit. I'm cool. You got you want to you got an issue with Tisha? You want to ask Tisha some questions? Call Tisha. I'm just here for a Christmas pajama party. Where the eggnog at? That could have been the beginning of the end, but you was trying to be messy, and now you don't want to stand up in it because you scared of Wanda. But shit, y'all the same size. Y'all could slide each other. Like get the fuck out of here. But and also, um, why they so mad that Mel don't invite Tisha and Destiny to shit? They're not friends. They're not friends. She don't have to invite them any fucking where. Especially also, Destiny. Well, I, like it's weird to invite people that you don't like to things. Like if yeah, if they don't like each other, why y'all want to force them to get along when they don't clearly don't get along? It's in the best interest of everybody if they're not in the same vicinity because they don't get along. That part. That part. Because, hell, we saw what the hell happened. Just, hell, we saw. At the Galentine's. Yeah, just a few weeks ago, we saw what the hell happened when they're in the same space. It's not good. At all. At all. Well, that's it. We done. Oh. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. But you always welcome back. I'll be always back. welcome back. We want you to come back, especially. Um, maybe um, we'll get you back for the reunion. Yes, that's always a good time. We'll get you back for the reunion and see how shit goes there. Um, but we truly enjoy having you. If you want people to follow you, let them know where they can find you on social media. And don't yeah. be weird, people. <laughs> yeah, don't be weird. Don't be um, weird because I'll beat y'all there. <laughs> for sure. The main place is Twitter and Jay Shay. That's the best place to find me. Simple and to the point. No underscores, not 20, 20 characters. NJ Shay. You can follow Shay. Always a good time when we interact and share some keys together. Um, and don't be a stranger. 
And maybe we'll try to get you on Reloaded if you watch any of the shows we watch on Ratchet sure Reloaded because we are about to go and record Ratchet Reloaded. We're going to be discussing Jocelyn's Cabaret reunion. We're going to be discussing Marriage Boot Camp. And Jeremy, we didn't discuss the season finale of Life Love After Lockup, did we? No. Okay, I thought so. Also, Mama June is back, but bitch, you know what? Fuck her. Fuck Falkhorn Leghorn. I don't got nothing for that white lady. But we out. Peace. Bye, y'all. Bye, niggas.